Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Monday, December 6th edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremation, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us as uh, it's a huge victory Monday here in the Eastern Panhandle. The Martinsburg Bulldogs win another state championship. We'll be joined in about uh, seven minutes by the head coach, Britt Sherman at 12.15, and then at 12.30, we'll be joined by the head coach of the Shepherd Rams, a Shepherd, another late comeback led by Tyson Bajant to get the victory over Cutstown, avenge the loss, and now they're on to the national semifinals, the Final Four for Division II football. Yeah, you look back on that game, and you know both teams had opportunities to win it late, uh, or and, and we didn't even necessarily have to get to that Tyson Bajant play. Uh, you know, obviously Shepard had the interception. If they just go down, they probably win it if they get 10 yards. And then, uh, you know, Kutztown obviously had that go-ahead score after recovering the fumble and all that was decided. Um, so just a crazy game on Saturday. Um, and Martinsburg just cruising on uh, Saturday to victory. Hudson Clement having a uh, record. record. Yeah, record. eight touchdowns, four rushing, four receiving, an absolute uh, – dominant performance for him and shows that uh his name should be on the map for a lot of colleges to look at yeah definitely and uh something that we had kind of hinted about last week and you know a stat that uh matt miller had brought up for the past i want to say six or seven weeks i guess it was after the loss to spring valley he said if martinsburg goes on to win the state championship they would have nine state championships since the 2010 and only nine losses yeah just an insane number and uh, obviously you know very impressive win i think that was important too because martinsburg not only won the state championship but they won it won it in such a dominating way that it's like there's no doubt who the best team was this year and just imagine how good martinsburg would have been if they were able to stay healthy this year i mean that would have been not even watchable i feel like on saturday uh you know, Huntington had a great season. Um, shout out to them for what they were able to do, I think, this year. I mean, a, a huge turnaround for them. I mean, yeah. you, you have to think about it. They go from, what, winning three games last year to being the state semi or state finalist? Yeah. The second, the runner-up in the, in the class AAA in the state? That's that's huge. I mean, you're going to be sad if you're, you're, Mar- or you're uh, Huntington because you lose, but your program is being built back up. Yeah, and I think there's a chance, you know, if everything – goes well next year that this could maybe be a rematch next season because Huntington uh, will have Locko again back for his senior year so they'll have a lot of talent returning at the quarterback position and coach Billy Sills usually has his team ready to go so you know it's too early to look at next season but um, Huntington could be one of those teams again next year that are back and competing with Martinsburg for that state championship. You haven't really talked Colin. Uh, I was just going to add on to that we always know that it's not rebuilding it's just reloading for martinsburg so i expect them to be back at uh elite status next year as well and it's going to be another fun time watching the bulldogs congratulations to them on another state championship i mean defensively 
They just absolutely were all over Huntington's high-powered offense, quote-unquote. Five interceptions, I believe it was, in total, and they just perfectly were able to uh, set up the offense. And as we said already, Hudson Clement, eight touchdowns. I mean, that is – what a day. It, it, that never happens, and I don't know if that record will ever get touched again. And what a day for Ezra Bajan. You have to give some praise to him because he comes into the state championship. You know, he's come in all season. He's played extremely well. He's had some thrown some interceptions, but he's been able to. They've been able to ride both players between Murphy and him, whoever you know, who's ever the hot hand or however they want to play the ball. But the the fact that Murphy's out was out missed the the semifinal game, and obviously missed the championship game. For Ezra to play as well as he did says a lot of things about him as a quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see the two of them uh, back at it again next year when Murphy's healthy. But yeah, well done, Ezra. Give credit where credit's due. He played tremendously and uh, stepped up when needed. Definitely, and I think that defense, I think that it was one thing I want to talk to Coach Sherman about is how much of an all-around great game that was. Special teams, defense, and offense. That's what you need. That is definitely what you need. Any thoughts? I know Nick was didn't really get to watch that game at all, so he doesn't he didn't really get to take it in for what it was. Saw some highlights, but yeah, I was able to see the highlights. Obviously, you know, didn't get to watch it live. Um, but you know, just a great performance by Martinsburg. Uh, congratulations to them. You know, a real tough season. I think when you look back on it, with the injuries they dealt with, the amount of good teams they played, the amount of travel they did, like that's a lot to go through in a season. And to still win the state championship says a lot about this coaching staff, says a lot about these players and how hard they worked. And, uh, you know, they'll pick it back up relatively quickly to get ready yeah. for next season, which was, is something that, you know, is definitely, I think, impressive about high school football players and, and a program like Martinsburg is they're able to, like, just keep going and, and really turn it back on. I was talking to one of my buddies whose brother uh, played for that Huntington team this year. And he was talking about Huntington and Martinsburg would be a great like regular season game to see. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think, think more I th- teams in the state should try to play Martinsburg. I think it's they're scared. I mean, it's a quality. I mean, opponent. but the, the problem is you when you play a team like Huntington's, just like when you play a team like Spring Valley, it's just the length of travel. Yes, they're, I mean, Martinsburg's longest trip this year was not to Ohio, was not to Virginia, it was to Huntington. Display yeah. Spring Valley, which is on the bitter end of Huntington and Wayne County. So it just kind of sucks that your triple A teams are on two different your good triple A teams are on two different sides of the state. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe they could work something out to have a neutral site game or something. Like if Spring Valley I think and Huntington or Spring Valley and Martinsburg have kind of built up a little bit of a rivalry. Maybe they could meet somewhere and play it, but I don't know if that would be realistic for high school football or not. Uh but also, if they continue to keep that game on the schedule, you know that could be, I think, good for the state and good for the teams too. Because if you're trying to get better, the only way to get better is to beat a team like Martinsburg or to play a team like Martinsburg on a consistent basis. There you go. Uh, we'll be joined after the break here by head coach of the Bulldogs, Britt Sherman. The segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one. First, go to ParsonsFord.com for more.
With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg has a brand new list of daily specials. Monday, stop on in for burger night or enjoy a nice juicy steak every Tuesday and Wednesday. The Palace Lounge also offers freshly steamed shrimp Thursdays and chef specials every Friday and Saturday. Sunday is all day breakfast and there are drink specials daily too. So come enjoy the Palace Lounge. You can find them on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard. You need to keep your vehicle in good working order, but car and truck repairs can be very costly. Bears Repair in Martinsburg performs all kinds of auto repairs at prices most often well below their competition. Bears Repair offers tune-ups, oil change and lubrication, small and large engine and transmission repair, wheel balancing, front end alignment, exhaust system replacement, air conditioning checks, auto inspections, and new tires. Stop by for a free estimate at Bears Repair, 904 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg, phone 262-0208. Bears Repair. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. To this edition of the Sports Mix, Spencer Pui, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. We'll now be joined on the phone by head coach of the AAA State Champions, Coach Britt Sherman. How you doing today, Coach? I'm doing great, guys. That song never gets old, I can tell you that. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I bet. So for, for you guys, obviously, you made that trip on Friday with the travel squad, then had your guys come up on Saturday. Overall for that, that trip, what did that mean for your guys that were able to come up on Saturday in the bus? Well, I mean, just being able to experience everything, um, the whole group, uh, just it was, it's, it's a great experience. And you know, a lot of those guys that uh, were going to come up on Saturday, a lot of times they come up with their parents anyway. I think we had about a dozen kids on a bus. Um, on Saturday, some of the younger kids, the reserve guys come up. And, you know, it's just a, it's a great experience overall. And our, our kids, our kids that were on the travel squad, the hotel, the, the people at the breakfast place, I mean, we just have really, really good kids, and they, the security officer at the uh, at the hotel was like, "Man, we had a boring night." He said, "Usually, when we have uh, kids here, it's uh, I have to be up and down floors telling them to get to bed and everything else." And he said, "Your guys uh, are great kids, do a great job, and even the people with the breakfast uh, restaurant were just like, you know, these these kids are outstanding, just uh, great kids, and uh, that's what it's all about." Coach, one of the concerns potentially heading into uh, 
Saturday's game was not having Murphy Clement and then especially what he does on both sides of the ball, but in particular maybe in the secondary because you've been a little bit shorthanded in corners, but you had some guys step up for you and make some big plays. Yeah, Murphy's a great player, and it, he'll, he's going to be there um, a couple times before the end of his high school career, I have a feeling. But uh, I did. I just had guys guys really pick it up. And, you know, Hudson took his snaps in, in there in the red zone uh, at quarterback. And when you, when you have such great athletes like that, you're so blessed to have an abundance of them like we do that uh, the other guys just pick up the slack and, and just did great, just, you know, executing what we needed to do to to uh really play well during that game talk to a little or talk to us a little bit about uh hudson clement's performance he had eight total touchdowns for rushing for receiving what was it like just seeing him out there in his uh final game in a bulldogs uniform no i mean it was just really fun uh, it was fun for him i mean we we know how great of a player he is how high his football IQ is, uh, you know, how talented he is with, with his hands and just running routes and uh, picking a ball off on defense and just seeing it all come together for uh, his final game and a, and a record-breaking performance. I mean, it just caps a, a great career for us and uh, just shows how great of a player he is. And, you know, staying with Coleman a little bit, it seemed like the way that he played, he kind of played as if he was also his brother Murphy at the same time, being able to do everything offensively and a lot on defense. Yeah, we joked around uh, a week before. We didn't really run much. of the, We had a, the package in uh, with him taking snaps, but we didn't really have to do it a whole lot during during the Bridgeport game. But I told the guys, I said, if there's a good-looking girl you like and uh, she's dating somebody, what do you what do you got to ask if she's got a sister or not? And luckily, Murphy's got a sister, so you know we're gonna put Hudson back there and we're gonna still keep rolling. <laughs> hey, coach. Uh, so on Friday when you were on, you talked about people on defense that kind of stepped up, and you know one particular player that earned the start that was Blackwood, and he definitely earned it because in the, that towards the end of that second quarter, he got an interception and almost ran it back to the house. Yeah, he he was, um, you know, a first start in a championship game, and you talk about a big stage, and he's just a great athlete. And, you know, we've seen him do it all winter uh, on, the, on the basketball court as far as, you know, playing hard and, you know, finally translating to football. He's come out. He's He's been selfless. He's taken a lot of uh, second-team reps and then, you know, getting his shot and, and just playing hard like he did. One of the most impressive things, I think, was – just how aggressive he was flying or flying all over the field, making tackles. I mean, the, the pick was, was impressive and run afterwards to set us up was, but just, uh, you know, he just, he was everywhere. He just gave a lot of effort and uh, he's a great kid. And uh, I look forward to seeing a lot of good things out of him next year as well. Coach, you've been a part of a lot of the state championship teams, but this was your first one as the head coach. So what does that mean to you? It just means a lot. It means a lot to me that uh, they thought of me enough to to secede Coach Walker and and uh, just be be the leader of this family. I'm you know I'm humbled, I'm honored, uh, just to be just to be part of it. And uh, it, it it just means a lot. You know when you get kids that play that hard for you and and, and uh, all the great athletes that we have and have had come through here and all the great players and. You know, just seeing their eyes when we they come off the field, we just keep scoring points and getting stops, and just how much fun it was, how much fun they were having, and 
just you know to see them peak at that that exact moment and to to be champions it's it, it is an honor and it was just a really fun day back to the uh defense five interceptions in the game I believe you said this uh, morning, or Matt said it, it's 11 in total throughout the uh, playoffs. How, or who do you want to give uh, some credit to? I know Coach Hash was in here this morning, if you want to touch on his coaching a little bit as well, but who do you give uh, the credit to defensively for all the success that your team had this postseason? I think you have to go with the culmination of the whole unit, uh, the coaches and the players, and just bouncing back after a spring Valley loss that, you know, we, we didn't play very well. And, and we pride ourselves in not making the same mistakes twice here. And, and, and they just, just really, really just broke it down and, and really concentrated and, and worked really hard since, uh, since that game to uh, just put the kids in the best positions. And then the kids took it upon themselves to, to really work hard in practice and practice and to study and to learn and just be disciplined and, you know, just be able to go out and play that well. You know, the guys up front were getting great pressure. Uh, the guys in the secondary were where they were supposed to be. They broke on the ball. Uh, just just an overall just excellent performance by those guys. And I know all, all season you kind of talked to us about the next man up mentality, but if you look at the list of injuries and – you know, it's a pretty big list of players that made huge impacts that could have made huge impacts. And I were to tell you at the end of the season, you guys still won the cha- state championship and won it by a huge margin. What would you say? Well, not, nothing uh, surprises me with these guys. And, and our guys work really hard, and they wait on their opportunities. Um, most of them are very selfless as far as, you know, team players and it would have been probably surprising to say of all the guys that got injured and, and to win by that much. But, you know, nothing does surprise me with these guys. And I've always been impressed with us, especially in the championship game, how well that we, how, how well our kids play and, and they rise to that stage. And, you know, it wasn't, wasn't anything different um, on Saturday. It was just, just to see the look in their eye and, and just to control the game like we did and, and to play that well. It was just, it was extraordinary and, and just a great day for those guys. Coach, obviously, you know, uh, when you coach the team, you know, it's about winning. It's about uh, wanting to achieve a lot on the field and eventually getting that state championship. But at this level, I think in particular, too, you know, there's a lot of life lessons that you might try to uh, instill into the program. So what are some things that maybe you want the guys to take away from the season off the field besides, you know, what they accomplished on the field? Well, the number one reason you should coach high school football is to to be have great relationships and, and, and lead young men, you know, and help them with, with life. And, and high school football has a lot to do with just life overall and, you know, being patient and, and waiting your turn and working hard. And, you know, sometimes you work hard and things work out. Sometimes you work hard and it doesn't. But then you just got to pick yourself back up and uh, just keep going and, and that's the biggest thing, just the relationships these guys have had. And we talked about their mental well-being and mental health over the course of uh, all last year. And, and it's it's really nice just to be able to see these guys on a bus ride home, you know, singing and having a good time together. And that's stuff that they're going to remember the rest of their, rest of their lives. And, and, you know, you talk, talk about a couple of different kids. I mean, Jacob Barrick, you know, set out pretty much – 
all last year just to be part of of something like this and and to be special and and ended up you know that's it just was a special year and and the guys just uh, I mean worked hard from the time they let us get back in the weight room until through flex practices in the spring and all the summer work and everything like that just the amount of work that they put in and and just care a lot about the, about what they're doing and and you know that that will reflect on what they do in life. I know it's still really early to look at next year, but what is the schedule possibly uh, looking like right now with teams from last year still on there or anybody new that might get added that you could possibly hint at? Right now we have nine games, so every team that we went to this year will be coming to us except for Spring Valley. Spring Valley, um, that was a two-year contract. They were They came here last year. We came to them this year, so that is not renewed. As of yet, that I know, and it probably won't be, just because of that trips is a tough trip on both teams. So, and we both made it this year, and I'm sure that's uh, it's pretty fresh um, as far as that goes. So, so we're looking looking for a game, um, and that that game will be that same week, the, the week ten of the season. So we're looking for that game. Um, but other than that, we're we're, we're we get the nine nine games that we played, other than Spring Valley and. Uh, all that's going to run through Martinsburg this year. And the last one here, I'd be remiss not to ask about a former player that that was on this Martinsburg team that has done the improbable now two weeks in a row. Tyson Bajant threw a deep touchdown pass on the last play of the game on Saturday for Shepard. Uh, what can you say about him? Because you've known who he was since he was at least in high school. Yeah, Tyson's a special, special kid. And, uh, you know, I, I told him, I messaged him after the game, and, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, my gosh, Shepard is so lucky the last two weeks. The luck that they have and this and that. And uh, there's a saying we, we use around here, and it's no different to, for Tyson Bajan. The harder you work, the luckier you get. And that kid outworks everybody. And uh, and there's no there's no secret that he's in that spot, and, and he's doing such a great job, and he should win the Harlan Hill because – when everybody else is resting and, and relaxing, he's he's in the gym working. He's he's working on his nutrition. He's watching film. He's throwing balls, and uh, he, you know he's just a great kid. And, and I'm just happy for him. All right, coach. Thanks for joining us. Congrats on the state championship. Congrats to your team, and we look forward to covering you guys again next year. Guys, I appreciate the coverage. I really do. And uh, go dogs. Go dogs! There you go, head coach of the Class AAA state champions, Martinsburg Bulldogs. Britt Sherman joins the show, and that does it for this segment of the show. When we come back, we'll be joined by the head coach of the Shepherd Rams, Ernie McCook. This segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and Designer Bedding, outdoor living. It's family owned and operated, and located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. When we come back, it'll be. We joined by head coach Ernie McCook of the Shepherd Rams. I was feeling like myself for the first time in a long time till I bumped into some Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, 
not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Hi, Crescia Hornby here. Larry DeMarco, broker of Modern Realty Results, believes he has some of the best real estate agents in the eastern panhandle. Agents at Modern Realty Results have years of experience and knowledge of the local real estate market. Agents within the office work as a team to provide quality customer service. We strive to always ensure client satisfaction through handling every transaction with honesty and integrity, all while offering competitive rates. Modern Realty Results is veteran-owned and managed. Please call us at 262-4222, modernrealtyresults.com. W. Harley Miller Systems understands the need and desire for reliable and affordable smart home solutions. Secure your home with a security system and keep a close eye on your family. Automate your home with a control force system and have smart technology work as one. Set daily schedules to control your thermostats. Push a button and set the mood for dinner by dimming lights and playing music, or just sit back and enjoy a movie in your own home theater. Put decades of experience to work for you. Visit us at whmsystems.com or call 304-350-1931. Conveniently located at 440 Williamsport Pike in Martinsburg, Sunset Car Wash's staff specializes in keeping your car clean. From our famous three-minute cloth wash to our touchless automatic and six self-serve bays, we offer whatever preference you have for your car wash needs. If your vehicle could talk, it would say, take me to Sunset Car Wash. At Sunset Car Wash at 440 Williamsport Pike in Martinsburg. Locally owned and operated. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. 28-24 cuts down. The Golden Bears, after a wild sequence, take the lead through an interception, but the Rams fumbled, setting up cuts down, and then Derek Anderson catching the leading touchdown. Tyson Bajan trying to pull out one more miracle. Bajan under pressure, rolling out to the right. We'll chuck it toward the end zone. Oh, my God! <laughs> Shepard at the last second again breaks Kutzfeld's heart. Was it Gontarek again? Alex Wetzel, the big tight end, saving the day for Shepard. Unbelievable. Unbelievable it was. Are we back? There we are. Unbelievable it was as Shepard gets another late win. And now we're joined by the head coach for the Shepard Rams, Ernie McCook. And, Coach, take us through that last play. Well, it was um, the last, we knew it was the last play of the game. And it's a, it's kind of our Hail Mary. We practice all year. And we've had it in, we've, we've had it in for a long time here, uh, 20 years. And, uh, it kind of looked just the way we've been practicing, the way the coaches teach it. Tyson did a great job extending the play, kind of rolling to the right, and he threw a ball up. Alex went up and high-pointed it and pulled it down. You know, the odds weren't in our favor at that point. It was just uh, some guys out on the field making some plays. Um, this kind of shows the kind of grit that this team's made up of. How does your team kind of keep its composure in those situations because – you obviously you came up with that interception, but then it was ruled a fumble after review and, and obviously giving up the touchdown and, and not having the odds in your favor. So how were you able to kind of keep your composure of the team and uh, 
make a play like that there at the, at the end. Well, you know, we we really kind of do talk. We talk about how um, you can't let the last play beat you again, and um, you've got to move on, um, play the next play, and and that's what our kids do. We'll have good things that happen to us, bad things happen to us, and how we react to them really defines what kind of team we have. And our team is going to play the the whole four quarters. Um, we're we're not going to look at the scoreboard. We're not going to look at the clock. We're just going to play the game and be the best we can possibly be. Team was up twenty-one to nothing early, and it looked like the game was pretty heavily in your guys' hands and kind of started to let it slip. How did you get your team refocused and back on track there late to pull out the victory? Well, you know, again, the most important play is the next play. So when we were able to, um, you know, we got off to a nice start and then we had some penalties we couldn't overcome offensively. And I think that hurt us and put a lot of pressure on the defense Goodstown was able to make some plays. Uh, they're a good football team. They were the number one ranked team in the uh, region for a reason. And the fact that we um, were able just to kind of hang in there. And um, like I said, our kids like really kind of focus on the next play and and trying to be the best they can, you know, and execute at a high level. And we just had head coach for the Martinsburg Bulldogs on, Coach Britt Sherman. We asked him about Tyson Bajan, about the kind of the last two weeks at the end of the game. And he kind of said, you know, a lot of people are telling me that's luck. But he goes, I know Tyson. That's not luck. That's just how hard he works, that he's such a hard worker that he wants to win. He's determined to win. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm a proponent that I believe hard work brings good luck. And I think Tyson and this football team, everybody included, has been working awful hard. Uh, through this COVID pandemic, the cancellation, um, to be able to compete in this 2021 season. Um, We've got a lot of great kids here. Uh, You know, Tyson is the leader of this football team, and uh, couldn't ask for a better guy to lead the team. But there's also some great guys on the other side of the ball defensively and and also on the offensive side of the ball that do a tremendous job being leaders by example. And you use guys like Chris Lane, Ricky Robinson, Juwan Addison, Kyle Smith, uh, Ponce de Leon on defense. Offensively, you know, we've got three great leaders up front on the O line with Cole Weaver and Joey Fisher and Eric Ostro and Alex Wetzel. You know, Alex Wetzel's been just a unbelievable, steady player for us for a long time. And, um, you know, we, we just have some tremendous, tremendous character in our football team. And back-to-back weeks, Coach, those final plays set up by good kick returns from Ronnie Brown. Yeah. And overall, he's been doing a lot of big – or making a lot of big plays for you all season. Uh, did that kind of yeah. surprise you, I guess? Because heading into the year, you might not have thought of him as one of those guys that was going to necessarily uh, make a ton of plays offensively. You know, Ronnie really, you know, played – you know, was a true freshman in 2019 – played a lot for us the entire football season, was with us all during the COVID shutdown and working hard to be the best player he could be. Um, he made it, He made some sacrifices to be here during the COVID shutdown, um, which I think it all helped him develop into the player that he is today. His maturity level, his understanding of the game, and, and again, it comes from his hard work that he's put in and 
be able to make the plays that he makes. And the thing about Ronnie Brown, I can tell you, um, when you look in the huddle, you want to see the guy that wants the ball, he wants the ball. And that's what you want. That's how Tyson is. That's how Ronnie is. So Josh Gonterrick is, and even Alex Wetzel, and, and there's a lot of guys like that. But that's kind of a cool characteristic to have when you have a bunch of really talented players that all want the football. Super region champions in the final four of the playoffs now, and the reseeding has you as the four seed against Ferris State up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, this Saturday at 3.30. What have you uh, got to look at so far about your opponent in the Bulldogs? Well, Ferris State has been the number one team in the country all year long. Uh, they're the only undefeated Division II team. Uh, I get where why they're seeded number one, and I get why we're seeded number four. We were the uh, lowest seed to advance to the Final Four, uh, being the number two seed in our region. So I think I understand the reseeding, and I get why they do it, and it's fair. And I absolutely understand why we are where we are. I'm sure it was probably closer than I thought. You know, maybe we could have been number three, um, but I, I think it's a pretty clear choice that um, Fair State's the number one seed. They're great, you know, and they've they've been a really talented football team with a lot of success for a number of years now. Uh, they're they're pretty unique on offense. Uh, they're very physical on defense, and, and they're a roster full of a lot of really good football players. And uh, back to, to Tyson for a minute. Last week when uh, sure. we were at practice, Nick uh, Nick asked you to make your pitch to the Harlan Hill for the Harlan Hill Award. If that didn't do it, I think his play has spoke for itself. No question about it. You know, and you and just to talk about Tyson. I love talking about Tyson. Uh, you know, just watching him over the last three years. Uh, you know, he's his unbelievable work ethic, uh, his leadership. I, and I, I think the best way to sum Tyson Bajan up is he's the best player on our team and he's the best teammate on our team. And he has an unbelievable work ethic uh, that makes him as good as he is. And um, I, I think that, you know, I, I, I'm old enough to remember watching Doug Flutie's Hail Mary. Um, I, remember, I remember right where I was when Doug Flutie threw the Hail Mary to beat Miami. And I think that shirt up his Heisman. Um, and I think I thought that the play at Notre Dame uh, was going to be Tyson's Harlan Hill moment, but I feel like he's put two of them back to back. And I can tell you, if Tyson and, and I believe he is the best player in the country, and he went if he went if it all comes to fruition and he wins the uh, Harlan Hill, uh, they can be rest assured that they're picking a great great representation of that award. Um, I got to imagine if I always tell everybody, you want to talk about the perfect football player and you made a list of them and you had a checklist of all the things that are make what a great player is what the ideal football player you want in your program. Tyson Bajan checks every box. Coach, you guys have uh, been really good on the road this season and uh, this will be a tough test for you. Uh, and also a longer trip. Kind of take me through, I guess, how, how this week's preparation is going to go and uh, how you get ready for you know a big road test like this. Yeah, well, we're, we're actually in finals week right now, so our guys are negotiating through that. But they don't have their class schedule, but I'm sure a lot of them have, um, you know, have distractions with finishing up with their finals. Um, 
but we're able to move practice up to 2.30 in the afternoon so we, uh, you know, don't get hampered by uh, the sunset. So we have light during practice, and uh, we're on our regular schedule, whether we're playing um, Fair State or Notre Dame or Finley or whoever it might be. Um, you know, Sunday was a work day for us, lifting, rehab, some running, some on-the-field work. To today, Monday, is our players' day off. Uh, Tuesday will be a big game plan install day. Wednesday will be a big game plan install day. We'll do a walkthrough on Thursday. We'll travel on Friday. And depending upon, we're going to be traveling uh, on on an airplane. Uh, That's going to be our mode of travel to Michigan. So depending on that flight time will really uh, dictate where our practice will be and what time our practice will be. So we could practice before we leave. Or we could practice, um, you know, when we get to Michigan. So I'm kind of working those things out today. Uh, but we're going to be, we're going to keep our schedule as consistent as we possibly can with it. Coach, again, thank you for being on with us this afternoon. I want to go back to uh, the first answer about the Hail Mary. Yep. You said that you've had that play in your uh, back pocket for about 20 yeah. years. How many times have you had to use it? Well, I can remember Billy Brown catching it against uh, uh, West Liberty uh, to tie the ball game, and we missed the extra point. Uh, we've thrown it. We have we have a couple last second plays that we can we can dial up, um, but this is the one we practice. And um, I can tell you, I was standing on the sidelines and watching the play take its place, and I can tell you, it was almost it's. Uh, it, it, if you would have videotaped every one of our practices, how that thing goes down, you would have seen it was almost identical. Um, Tyson extending the play, breaking the pocket, throwing it up, and Alex Wetzel going up in high point, high point in the football. So it's kind of a, it was kind of a surreal moment. You know, it's um, like I told you, I know exactly where I was when Doug Flutie threw that Hail Mary. I can tell you one Hail Mary I'll never forget is that one. Um, I'll never forget watching Alex Wetzel go up and seeing both his hands go on the football and him pull it down. The only thing that had me nervous was I was afraid they're going to replay it and find a way to take it and nullify it. (laughs) Well, hopefully uh, this Saturday the uh, last second play will be Shepard in victory formation. How's that sound? (laughs) I love that one. That's my favorite one. Congrats, Coach. All right, Coach. Thank, thank congrats you. on the win. Thank you guys. Best of luck this week, uh, and thanks for joining us. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. And I was head coach of the Shepherd Rams on to the semifinal, the national semifinal this week. They'll be in Big Rapids, Michigan, taking on Ferris State for the right to go to the national championship game. I believe that's in Texas. McKinney, Texas. McKinney, Texas. And uh, unable, I believe I'm going to have, I, I believe we're going to be unable to broadcast that one. What a great year, first year for Nick to call some Shepherd football. It's been a thrilling season. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Coach McCook's a great guy to work with um, in terms of like letting us do interviews and come to practice and uh, talk to. Um, so I certainly, you know, wish the best for Shepherd. Maybe something works out and we end up being there, but it doesn't look too likely because obviously ESPN plus has those games so I don't think we're gonna be able to get rights but uh you know it's been a great season and a lot of fun I've enjoyed doing the games with Travis Smith as well 
and uh, best of luck to the Rams. Hopefully they can come away with it. There you go. Best of luck to the Rams. Thanks to Ernie McCook for coming on, and hopefully we'll be talking to him next week. After a victory there, headed to the national championship, and that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by part, uh, excuse me, Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We come back. We'll talk a little NFL and wrap things up on the Sports Mix next. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. What are you doing, Colin? I was just giving Nate a hard time because it was on the two shot instead of the three shot to come back. Even though that's technically not his fault, you're the one that set up the commercials today. So I apologize, Nick. Okay. So there you go. Calling me out live on the air. This segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304 263 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg as we get ready to end this edition, wrap up this edition of the Sports Mix, the Monday, December 6th edition. Uh, another victory for a team in the area, a team that you he- can hear every week right here on Talk Radio WRNR, the Washington football team. Now back at 500, four wins in a row 
after pulling it out in Las Vegas and Sin City to defeat the Raiders 17-15. to And by gosh, wouldn't you think, who wins the game for Washington? Some random kicker they picked up off the street last week. Yeah, the name? fourth kicker. Brian that, Johnson. Thank you. The fourth kicker that Washington has had to uh, go through this year comes up clutch for the football team to get that win, and it was a pretty good kick. I mean, a 48-yarder when you just joined a team the but Tuesday But he, he was before. coming in 8 for 8 because he did have a stint with the Saints this but year. But still. Saints playing a dome as well. That's true. I mean, it, I wasn't going to say. I like, think I would have been more tough weather conditions. No, I think it, I would have yeah. been more scared in tough weather conditions. Yeah. When you if when you have like an FedEx indoor stadium, I'm not. I'm not really. Brand new stadium. Not really con- concerned about the turf, about it being inside. I'm not concerned about a kicker. That looked that like point. a really nice stadium. That would have been pretty cool. It did. I heard there was a, a trip. I heard there was a post game Diplo concert right outside the Washington Sounds locker room in the club awesome. on the one inside of the end zone. Yeah. I don't know. Back to the game, though. I mean. Back to the game. Taylor Heineke, the legend of Taylor Heineke, continues 23 of 30, 196 through the air, two touchdowns, one pick, uh, three runs for 10 yards. Big story of the day, handing the ball off to Antonio Gibson and him doing the work, 23 carries, 88 yards, did not get a touchdown. Uh, Also, huge, sad. Well, he didn't get a touchdown on the ground. Got a receiving touchdown, five five catches, 23 yards. Uh, the sad part about this game is that, uh, it's now been confirmed. Logan Thomas tore his ACL slash MCL out for the season. He did catch a touchdown and is now second was his second game back from his injury that landed him on short-term IR. But obviously that he had a rough year, but was trying to end it on a good, good terms. And it's just a bad way to go out. And I hope that player, that defense player is fine for that hit to his knee. That was brutal. So it was dirty. Yeah, I think it was dirty as well. I never heard of a thing called a tight end box up until that play and why there was no flag on it. But yet, whenever you had the screen earlier and they had the low block, that was a flag on the lineman when they tried to take out, I believe it was Sheriff's uh, knees. I don't fully remember. I think that was who it was. That was only a couple minutes before or after that. I'm vaguely remembering that was an odd the play, point though. in the game it was it was a very odd play it was but as let's go back to logan thomas's i mean yeah. you just had him back he gets probably most impressive catch of the year season for washington jumping up to make that touchdown grab and then now he jumped the up and got a huge ACL. uh conversion i believe on third or fourth down that's true as well yeah. Um, you know, it, it wasn't. Heineke didn't have the best day throwing, that, but, but when yeah. you can throw it in the area of Logan Thomas, he can. I feel like nine times out of ten make that catch. But a guy that you know really didn't have a great day was Terry McLaurin. Only three catches, twenty-two yards. Yeah, they didn't really target him as much. I don't know why, but when you have the ground attack and a very impressive performance by Gibson, a win's a win. You're 500 and uh getting ready, Dallas to, week getting ready to run the gauntlet actually not only is it Dallas week about to run the gauntlet to end the season the NFC East gauntlet five more games remaining five more NFC East games is remaining that's starts this the weekend with that Dallas way. that's why the NFL put it that way because they wanted the NFL or NFC excuse me uh East division to be relevant well, every division is going to be like that pretty much but yeah go ahead go no you're not wrong but i mean after last season when everybody's like uh 
NFC least, you know. Right now, there's three teams, maybe, if the Giants can get hot, four that are possibly will be pushing for a playoff spot. The Eagles are 6-7, and seven, Washington 6-6 six and six in the sixth seed, and Dallas is 8-4 and four leading the division. It's a tough division to be in, always competitive, and that's why they made the schedule this way. It's going to be a fun time to watch these next five games. Yeah, definitely. And let's transition a little bit to uh, two other teams that mean a lot in this area. Uh, we sometimes broadcast the Steelers and the Ravens are within the area and also Nick's favorite team, uh, the Steelers pull off a late win, 20 to 19. Ravens unable to convert the two point conversion to get the win. Uh, I don't know if, what your thoughts are. Should they have gone to overtime, taken the field goal, the extra point, and gone to overtime, or tried to win the game? I liked the decision to go for it because of what we found out about Marlon Humphrey. He's down out for the season. He got injured on that final drive. Um, so, not having him. They are already shorthanded at corner. The coin toss essentially decides the game. So, because I don't think they were going to be able to stop Pittsburgh without Humphrey and all the injuries they've had at corner. And uh, if they were to get the first possession. So, and, and the play worked. Like, the play was there. That's what I was going to add. They just missed it, it. The play was a perfect play for that time. But, yeah, it was just right off the hands, a little bit overthrown by Jackson to Andrews. Yeah, and... I don't know. It was a tough throw for Lamar in some ways because Watt was in his face, but I feel like a lot of – if you're going to be an elite quarterback, you have to make that play. And we give him a lot of excuses, it seems like, as Ravens fans. And I'm just kind of tired of the excuses. I think you got to make that play in that moment. Could Andrews have made that catch? Yes, because he's made ridiculous catches before. But also, like if you're an elite quarterback – truly you got to make that pass i know watt was in his face you know he was kind of off balance a little bit but it wasn't like it was a tough throw because andrews is wide open in the flat you'd like to see him make that play um it's disappointing as a ravens fan because i i knew that pittsburgh would make it tough they always do and you know that ben roffensberger makes it tough especially against the ravens so uh, ravens are in a way lucky that the Bengals lost yesterday. They are, and... They still keep that division lead. Honestly, with all the injuries they've had, like, I don't think they're going to do much anyway, so it is what it is, but it is disappointing. Definitely disappointing. If you're the Ravens right now, you're just lucky that the Chargers were able to get that 41-22 victory over the Bengals. Uh, some other big games yesterday included the Seahawks getting a win over the 49ers. 49ers starting to trend in the other way. Uh, then you got uh, you got the uh, Chiefs getting the win last night as well. And then you... Uh, Rams, Eagles get the wins. Rams, Eagles get the win, get a win. The Rams took a long time to get alive in that game. Dolphins get a win. They're now six and seven on the year. Had a pretty good month of November. Yeah, they've had a pretty good month of November. The Lions get a victory finally over this time over the the Vikings by a final score of twenty nine to twenty seven. That was big tonight on Monday Night Football. Patriots Bills. You can hear that right here on Talk Radio WRNR after the um, the Pats win the the Huggins show. Yeah, that, that is very true. And uh, tomorrow we'll kind of break down the bowls. I'll give you the uh, the college football playoff. Colin, what's that? You had the you have it probably. I don't have it off the top of my head. Bama be, one, Michigan two, uh, Georgia three, Cincy four. 
There you go. That does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Ernie McCook and AAA state champion winning head coach Britt Sherman for coming on the show. That does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Nick Collin, I'm Spencer Police saying so long. We'll be right back.